This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with this week's edition of the Tiger Tracks podcast, sponsored by Southwest Bank. I'm with Tiger basketball star, Patton Pinkins. Just kind of a chance to sit down and talk to Patton one-on-one. He's a uh, very, very well-known, very highly touted national recruit, not just Texas recruit. Recently verbally committed to Ole Miss, yes, sir. which I hear you know a guy there. Yes, sir. Your dad. My dad. Your dad, Al's assistant coach under former Texas Tech coach Chris Beard. I'm not sure people realize that you spent a little bit of time here before you guys moved back when your dad came to work for Mark Adams. Take me back to fourth or fifth grade, was it, you said, when you first experienced Lubbock? Yes, sir. Um, previously, we were in Gainesville for four years. Um, wait, no, that's wrong. You guys have bounced around a lot. Yeah, we I've, bounced around, but fourth and fifth grade year, new to Lubbock. Um, really just one of the main places, um, probably one of the best places to live for me because we bounced around a lot. Um, the basketball was great. I mean, school was good. Met a lot of people, had a lot of friends. That's really it. And tech was really good. I mean, Coach Beard did a good job in his first two years really picking up the program. And they got rolling really quick. So tech basketball is, you know, the word around town. And we got really good. It was fun to watch them. Your dad gets a little bit of credit for that because I told you I knew your dad back when he was an assistant coach at LSU and they had a little bit of a run. So your dad's helping out there. And now Old Miss is pretty good. So Al Pinkins is making an impact there. And you're making an impact at friendship. You made one last year, obviously, as a sophomore. That's Sometimes it's hard to watch you and think you're still just a – junior in high school you're kind of you've blown up pretty big this year you come back a lot of expectations big summer for you let's talk about that what how did the summer go for you once the high school season ended and you kind of carved a niche on the summer scene um the summer went well I was playing um UIBL with JL3 Elite out of Houston and this was that summer last summer is probably the biggest summer for me to go out there and showcase my talent and I did do pretty well and picked up a um, couple of different offers, but we had one game, it was in Augusta, Georgia. Um, we were already out of Peach Jam um, and Coach Beard and my dad came and watched and I went off at like 25, I think. And that was really the game that Coach Beard was like, yeah, like I want to start recruiting them. And that was really the game that put me on the map, um, on his radar and on the map to Ole Miss. So. And I know Chris enough, well enough, I've known him way back when he came here when Bob Knight got here. He wasn't just going to recruit you because you were Al's son. Right. It, you, had to, you had to prove yourself to him. Yes, sir. Does that kind of give you a sense of pride that I did get his attention? You've gotten other coaches' attention, right. obviously, but does that give you a sense of pride? Yes, sir. Knowing that he's one of the best college basketball coaches in the country, um, it was honestly an honor that he wanted to recruit me since his legacy at Tech and now at Ole Miss. But like you said, he just wasn't gonna recruit me since my dad was out pinking. My dad even told me like, Pat, like you gotta work. Like he's not just gonna hand you an offer. So put that in the back of my mind and work hard this summer. And all that hard work paid off and he offered me. Uh, this just hit me. Did you, were you born in Oxford? I was born in Tennessee. Okay, Tennessee. all right. Uh, Cause your dad worked at Ole Miss for Andy Kennedy. Yes, sir. Who's a guy I've gotten to know who I really have enjoyed getting to know as well. Sure. So. Your summer went well as a team. You see what I'm wearing here? Yes, sir. As a team, you guys got to go to Lawrence, Kansas, and spend yes, some sir. time at the team camp there. What did that do for you guys as a team 
to kind of see some of that? Because a lot of your teammates are going to get recruited yes, at sir. the same level as you are. Um, really just team bonding and building chemistry. It was cool to see Kansas' campus and Coach Bill Self, and legend. Um, we ended up coming in second, second to third, but we played pretty well. Um, that's really it, I mean. What I talked, I think I talked to you and Armani at some point this summer, and Armani said that you guys were sitting there and Bill Self walked in, and everybody kind of got quiet and looked up. Like I said, you're kind of used to some of that, but it's a cool experience for your teammates who are just yes, really good high school players that, right. to kind of get to go through that. Yes, sir. So you watched you guys' football season this year. You saw Chase really blossom. You saw yes, Leighton do what Leighton does. And you know he's committed to Texas Tech in football. Yes, sir. That, to me, the football season always kind of sets the bar, especially being in Texas, for what the athletic year is going to be like. How glad were you to see those teammates in particular? And, and I don't want to leave out uh, Holden. Holden had a big season yes, both sides of the ball. How glad were you to see those guys achieve what they did before they made the transition over to you guys? Um, I was super happy for them. They did really good. Um, shoot, like you said, Chase had a great year, only as a sophomore. And then, you know, Layton, everything that's thrown to him, he's catching it. And then Holden, like you said, did good on both sides of the ball. And they were dogs in football, and that's what they've brought over to basketball. So, it, I mean, it's great to have a guy of your caliber for a 6A basketball program in – Texas, but to have Chase, who's a pretty good, people saw him in football. I'm not sure they realize he's a pretty good yeah. basketball player, too. Yes, How much does it help you to have kind of a wingman now who's grown up, who's gotten bigger, and now has that confidence for football? A lot, yeah. Chase has matured a lot from last year and even gotten more stronger. And I mean, we're super close. He's always there. Like if I'm my hitting shots, or I'm like, getting going, I'm looking for him to get going. Like you say, he's my wingman, so we're kind of on the same page at all times when we're on the court. Now you guys replacing Jalen Brazil this year, but you didn't lose a whole lot other than Jalen. The motivation for this high school team coming into this season, how strong has it been after kind of an abrupt ending last year when it looked like you guys had a chance to climb the ladder a little bit? Um, I mean, the expectations were high, obviously, using Jalen and Tate. Um, but this offseason, um, we worked really hard. And then getting the football guys back, I was just looking around at our team, like, we're pretty deep this year. Like, we have a chance to go pretty far. I think we're a lot quicker. We have, like, a lot more guards. So, like, we obviously pressed the whole game. So we're quicker on that. And our expectations are state. So that's the main goal. And a lot of that's got to be on your shoulders because of what you've accomplished what do you have to do leadership-wise? People know what you can do basketball-wise. You're going to do what you do. But leadership-wise, what do you have to do to elevate that? Um, talk to them. Um, just pick them up. Like, if they turn the ball over, you know, just keep their head high. Um, I have all the tools, but like you said, leadership is the one thing I need to work on. And really just talking to them. You've got – now – Chase and Holden are both quarterbacks in football, too. So right. they've kind of got that built-in natural leadership. Or for whatever you're doing leadership-wise, are you comfortable with them kind of taking on some of that role as well? Yes, sir, for sure. Everybody, I mean, Coach wants everybody to be a leader. And if we have three or four leaders, then that's great because everybody's communicating, everybody's talking, practice is good, games are good. So everybody doing their role, I mean, plays a big part in our team. 
And you guys are, this is nothing for him. If he was sitting here, he'd hear me say this, and he'd probably laugh at me. You guys are used to playing for Coach Page, Coach Roberts, other coaches. They're, they're demanding. They push you guys. Yes, and when it's time to get on you, they're not going to hesitate. How much does that help you to play for coaches who are that invested in what you guys can do? That helps me and the team a lot. Like, nothing's easy. We know that we're a target this year, preseason 15th. In six A for Texas, like every night, like we're circled on somebody's calendar. Like somebody's trying to beat us. We got a target, and so he keeps us motivated. Like okay, so we win a game by twenty. Like somebody else is coming in to Friday next week, getting ready to beat us. So they're always hard on us, and that helps us because we can't get too big headed. Like we need to keep playing how we play, and with them staying on us, like every day hard in practice, that'll help us down the road for. I mean, big tournaments and big games later in the season. And that's a good segue because you're coming up on a pretty competitive tournament this weekend. Yes, I'm not, people may not realize the team's coming here. First of all, you're playing Hobbs, New Mexico, which I don't know if you've done your homework on them, but that's one of the most historical, tradition-rich programs in the country, let alone yes, New Mexico. So you get to start with them. You know Randall and Canyon are both in it. Right. Lost to Canyon last year. Lost to Canyon last year on Buzzbeater yesterday. And then so. Randall just walloped Amarillo High pretty good last night and went to the state tournament. So you know that – and then Monterey, the team you just played last night's right there waiting to get another shot at you. So yes, I know you've got a bigger one coming right after Christmas when you guys go to the Metroplex for the Whataburger tournament. But how what do you want to see from your team this week? Is if you play some of those teams, they're going to – like you said, you've got a target and they're going to want to push you. Really just play hard, not take any plays off. We know, like you said, this is a big tournament for us. And I don't think we all, we lost it last year. And I don't know if they lost it the year before, but there's definitely a chip on our shoulder because losing it last year in the semifinals to a buzzer beater, like we're due, like this is our tournament. And I felt embarrassed because I mean, we're throwing it. There's no way we should lose. Like, so we should all have a chip on our shoulder to go win this thing and play really well. I thought playing Canyon and losing to them it sucks. I always say right. that. Guy. Losing sucks. Yes, there's no way to sugarcoat that. But that helped you guys eventually because they played a much different style than you guys, and you have to – seeing it once, you have to adjust to it. Now, and I don't know if you'll play Canyon or Randall, but are you kind of eager to maybe get the chance to play one or both of them this weekend? Yes, sir. They're both really good teams. And uh, I want Canyon again. Like, I want the first game. Because, like I said, chip on our shoulder. But I think our team is all kind of thinking the same thing. Like, this is our tournament. We should go out there and win. And I think we're playing Randall, I think, two weeks? Or no, yes. next Tuesday yeah, we are. got them pretty quick so after the tournament. It wouldn't be bad to see them, but I'm really focused on getting in to play them. You use the word focused a bunch since we've been sitting here talking. Is that kind of one of the things that drives this team this year? Is that focus on what you guys are – capable of accomplishing. Yes, sir. Just focus on the task at hand, which would be the team we're playing that night, but also focusing on the film and when we're scouting players and stuff. So besides like basketball playing on the court, like focus is a huge thing for us, like in the film room and just breaking down the little things that other teams do. But you guys are still a pretty young team. Yes, sir. Is Armani's a senior? Armani's a senior. And who else is a senior? Jakari. Okay. Lowell and Trey. So, a couple guys that start, a couple guys coming off the bench, but this is kind of 
the middle step of a process for you guys, for you to be talking about how important video is, how focused you, that tells me that there's some maturity even though you guys aren't that old yet. Yes, sir. How, how cool is that to be part of a team that's kind of in a growth process? Um, it's good. Like I said, we're young, but I think everybody's bought in. Um, we're mature as a team, and we play. We don't play like we're young. We play like no. we're more experienced. So, and Coach Page, Coach Roberts, and Coach Allen, they all do a good job of that, pushing us hard in practice and stuff. That, like, hard practice mature us as a team and make us better. Well, I got I think I've asked you this before. Does Chris Roberts ever talk about how much of a dude he was in high school? Sometimes he brags about it. Yeah, yes, he sir. was. I'll, I'll vouch for him. He came and played at LCU, and he was. He was really good. Andy Ellis is a guy he played with. Andy played at Tech and I think maybe was there when Chris Beard first got to Texas Tech. So they, they had a little bit of something going down there. So I'll vouch for him. He was pretty good. You ever bang bodies with him in practice? Not really. I mean, sometimes he can shoot it really well. Yes, he Like can. if a ball bounces his way, he'll shoot it and make like three or four in a row. Is he a pretty good trash talker still? Yeah, sometimes he does it. Not really. He's going to get mad at me for asking. He, his, his little dude is a trash talker in the football press box. We sit there, he's, he's my press box buddy because he's a Chiefs fan and that's, yes, we sit there and talk about it. Can remember, was it this year or last year, you guys were playing somebody, offense got off to a good start and he was talking about you guys hanging 100 on somebody. Now, it may have been Permian and it, it didn't turn out so well. Yes, so sir. I think he, maybe he learned his lesson a little mm -hmm. bit. But Chris is a good dude. You, you play for a bunch of good guys here and yes, I think sir. that's, and I, I, I never have asked you about the fact that you stayed. Dad went, and I know you guys, Mom wanted to keep you close, but how glad are you that you stayed here to kind of continue this story? Super glad. Um, that was the main talk me and my mom and my dad had um, when he got the old Miss job. I wanted to stay and finish out here friendship because I know Coach Roberts, Coach Allen, Coach Page, they all do a great job. Um, and really, I didn't want to go to Ole Miss. I didn't want to switch another to like another high school right. for two more years. So, and Lubbock's home. I mean, I was here fourth and fifth grade, and unfortunately, my dad was here for just one year. And I was like, there, I can't just come to Lubbock for one year and you know move somewhere else. Like this is home. Like we're back here for a reason. So, it's huge to stay here for the next two years. I think I've heard the number. You this was your tenth different school when you got here, something like that. Eight, I think. Or maybe eight, it was eight and ten eight years. Nine, yes, and that's hard. I mean, you're you're still a young guy, but that you can kind of understand that because I yes, You talked about fourth or fifth grade when we moved back here from Baton Rouge. My daughter, who's now a sophomore in high school, she was in the fifth grade, and I, it, that was hard on her yes, sir. to pull her away from her friends. So I totally understand where you're coming from on that. Yes, sir. Brothers, how many brothers are brothers, there? Two brothers. And Rice is an eight. FMS and Penn is in six at Heritage. No, not Heritage. Um, Alcove. So, what's the competitive like competitive level level at home? It's high. Price is really a football baseball guy, but really big into baseball. Like he's gonna be traveling um, this Christmas or Christmas break, and then over the summer to play baseball. And then Penn's like me, basketball guy. So we're all competitive at home. We like to compete. Are you the oldest? I'm the oldest. Yes, okay, sir. you got a, you got a bar. You've got to kind of set for those guys. Yes, sir. So, last thing for you, 
all the expectations and everything. You, I'm sure people have told you it's still okay just to be a kid. Right. Is that kind of something you've had to kind of? Because you're a pretty serious guy. That's right. I've not. I've seen you get excited once in a while on the court, but you're pretty mm-hmm. even keeled. But is it okay to still just be a kid? Yes, sir. It's okay to still just be a kid, and I know that I'm committed to Ole Miss, and I feel like that took a little bit of pressure off my shoulders this year. Just know that I can go out and hoop and just play with a bunch of dudes that I love and get along with. So yeah, I can just still be a kid and still have fun. Plus, you got Armani to be the intense right. guy. <laughs> yes, sir. That has been Patton Pinkins, Friendship Junior, and this has been the Tiger Tracks podcast sponsored by Southwest Bank.